Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Yosef Sonnenschein. Meseches Chagiga has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Dovi Merenstein as a zchus for their children. The following shir is on Daf Yud Beis in Mesech de Chagiga. The Gemara in the beginning of Daf Yud Beis gives us two descriptions of the enormous stature of Adam Harish and Kaidem Hachet. The Gemara brings Rabbi Lazar that says Adam Harishain Min Haoretz Adlorokia. And the Gemara brings Rabbi Yehuda Amar Rav that says, Adam HaRishon MiSoif HaOilam VeAd Soifoi. Now these two explanations describe a physical stature of Adam that's well beyond our imagination, that seems to fill the world. The Maral in Gur Aryeh on that pasuk of Lamin Hayoyim in Parshas Vaischanon explains that the physical stature of Adam was a reflection of his Pnimius Dika Mahus. Because the world, the Maral says, was chaser without Adam. The world is a bria chaseira, without the shleimus of having an Adam in it. The MS is, it's a Mesil Yisharim. The Mesil Yisharim says in Perak Aleph, V'im tamik oid be'inyin tirek, hi ha'oilam nivra l'shimosh ha'adam. The world was created for the use of Adam. This means that the entire enormity of the Bria exists to be the Makim Avoida of the Adam. And a world without an Adam is like a goof without an Ishama. It's just a physical, directionless, purposeless Schefza. And only once there's a Bria's Ha'adam does the entire world have a meaning and a focus, a Tzura, a direction. And Memela the Gemara describes the stature of Adam as being one that fills the world. Min ha'aretz ad or mi soifa oilam ve'ad soifai. All this was until Adam Arishan's chait, this tremendous stature of soifa oilam ve'ad soifai, or from the aretz ad But the Gemara says that after the chait, kivan shesorach, once Adam did his Avera, he niach HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yodov Olav Umiyatoi. Hashem put his hands on him and diminished him. Shanemar Ochor Vokedem Tzartoni Vatoshes Olai Kapecho. The Pesach in Tilim says, Ochor Vokedem Tzartoni, and you placed upon me your kaf, you placed your hand upon me, and that's the diminishing and miniaturizing that HaKadosh Baruch Hu did to Adam as a result of the Chet. The Hafla in his Pirush Panim Yafos, on Parshas Bereshis, Perak Bey's Pasuk Zayin, on the Pasuk of Ayitzer Hashem Aleikim Adam, explains that this Miut of Atoshas Olai Kapecha was a tremendous loss of Hasaga of Chachma and Ruchnius. The miut was that because Adam Arishan was nichnas into the world of Chait, some of the lichtikait of his Chachma and his Kedusha left him. The Hafla says that this is in keeping with the Gemara in Saita. The Gemara says, Ein Adam over Avera, Elo nichnas boi ruach shtus. The person doesn't do an Avera without a ruach shtus coming within him. Now the emes is that Pashib Shad in that Gemara is that if someone does an Avera, Vaistais, he had a Ruach Shtos, a Baal Seichel, a Chacham would never do an Avera. But the Hafla is learning Pshad in that Gemara, that if someone does an Avera, they lose a Chelek of their Neshama. They lose a connection with their Kedusha, and a Ruach Shtos, a foolish Ruach, comes in and takes its place. This is not just the Chiddush of the Hafla, 
It's Be'emes, written in the Nefesh HaChayim, Shar Aleph, Perak Yutes, the same idea that when a person does a chait, there are heights of his neshama that leave him, that they're, they're nifra, they separate from him because the neshama never involves itself in chait. And this is the miyot that happened to Odom Arishan, that he went from a madreig of Minha Oretz, Adlo Rokia, which indicates a tremendous level of Ruchnius, Adlo Rokia, to a level of Vatoshes Olai Kapecha, which means that he lost a certain connection and a certain dveikos that he had with the, with the heights of the madreig of his neshama. Until now we've explained the end of the Pasuk, Vatoshes Olai Kapecha, but what's the pshat in the beginning of the Pasuk, and the hemshech of the Pasuk? Achor vokedem tsartoni vatoshes olai kapecha. Achor, later, vokedem, and earlier, tsartoni, you formed me, vatoshes olai kapecha. So we found three perushim to explain the hemshech of achor vokedem tsartoni. The first one is Rashi. Rashi explains, later and earlier you formed me, as referring to the two times that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Isaac in forming Adam. Originally he formed him to be Min Ha'oretz Ad or Me Soifa Oilam Viat Soifai. That was the original forming and creating of Adam. And then later you formed me, and that was after Vatasha Solai Kapecho, when Adam was diminished and made smaller. The Hafla that we mentioned earlier in the Sefer Panam Yafais explains a little bit differently. He says, Achar and Kedem, later and earlier, is referring to the Guf and the Neshama. The Guf, which is later, which is of a lower Madrega. And the Neshama, which is Kedem, which is the Bechar, which is a higher Madrega. Achar Vokedem Tsartani. You formed me with the Guf and with the Neshama. But because of my chait, I lost my connection with that neshama, as we explained earlier. I lost some of the height of the of the ruchnius of my neshama, and I was left with more achar than kedem. So despite achar v'kedem tsartani, I was left with achar because v'atosha solai kapecha. The Marsha in Sanhedrin Daflamit Chesomit Beis says a third pshat. He says, Ochar Vokedem Tsartani could be referring to the end of the world and the beginning of the world. From the Mizrach to the Mayrev, you formed me. As the Gemara says, that Adam was created, Misoifa Oilam Viat Soifai. So, Ochar Vokedem Tsartani, originally you formed me to be magnificent in stature, from one end of the world to the other, from the Ochar all the way to the Kedem. But then, because of the Chait, because of the chait, I was made smaller. It's worth noting that although Adam was made smaller, he wasn't made small. It seems that there was a girsa in the Gemara here and in Masechta Sanhedrin when it says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu made Adam smaller to say, and that Adam was oimed on meya ama, that he was left a hundred amas tall. Rashi, on Dafkuf Amid Aleph in Sanhedrin, seems to have been gyrus this way. Rashi brings our Gemara in Chagiga, Kedamrinam b'chagiga shemiyatoi ha-Kadosh Baruch Hu, v'he'emidoi almeyo ama, shenemar v'atoshas alai kapecha, and Rashi points out that kaf 
is gematria 100, chaf is 20, and pay is 80, vatoshes olai kapecha means you emayimind me on a hundred amas. Although it doesn't exist in our Gemara, such a girsa that Adam was a hundred amas tall, it is in our Medrash. The Medrash says that after Adam Rishon did the chait, and vayisperu alei te'ena, because they realized that they were arum, it says that Adam and Chava then heard the Kail Hashem is Halech Bagon. They heard the presence of Hashem and they went to hide. Adam Arishan hid. So the Medrash asks, how could Adam Rishan hide? If he was Misaifa Elam Viyat Saifai, if he was Minha'aret Adlarakiya, how is it possible for someone of that stature to hide? His kaima, his stature became smaller and he became a hundred amas tall. It's fascinating that even Adam in his miniature and his diminished stature was of such height to be a hundred amas tall. The morale that we began with in Gurari on this Pasuk and Pashas Voyaschanon of Lumen Hayoim Asherbara Eloikim Adam Al says that the number 100 is an extremely shalem dika number, and it represents a tremendous madrega in its own right. So even though Adam Arishan was once of such stature, min ha'oretz ad but the stature that he was left in even after a chait was not insignificant. He was still left with the tremendous godless of being he'emid al amma. The Gemara further down the Amr on Daf Yud Beis Amr Aleph tells us about the special Ur that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created B'yayim Rishon. Ur Shabara HaKadosh Baruch Hu B'yayim Rishon Adam Tzayfa Bay Misayfa Olam Viyat Tzayfa This Ur that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created B'yayim Rishon Adam can see with it from one end of the world to the other. Kivan Shenestakel HaKadosh Baruch Hu B'dor HaMabul U'b'dor HaFloga When HaKadosh Baruch Hu thought about the dairis of Rishayim that would follow. HaKadosh Baruch Hu was gainiz, HaKadosh Baruch Hu hid this special ur. The Gemara brings a pasuk, that the Rabban Shalom held back from Rishayim their ur. And who did he hide it for? Now this Gemara that tells us B'Shem Rebbe Lazar that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Gainiz the Ur HaRishain. Rashi in Chumash tells us that the Gemara learns it from the Pasuk itself. The Pasuk tells us, Vayar Eloikim es Ha'or Kitoiv, Vayavdel Eloikim bein Ha'or uvein Achayshech. HaKadosh Baruch Hu saw the Ur, that it was Toiv, and he separated between the Ur and the Chayshech. Rashi in Chumash tells us, on that pasuk, Parak Aleph, pasuk Dalit and Bereshis, Af bozeh on nutrichem ledivrei agada. In this pasuk as well, we need divrei agada. Now we know that Rashi doesn't avail himself of divrei agada of midrashim unless he has a problem with the pshat, with the simple reading of the pasuk. What is the need in this pasuk for divrei agada on nutrichem ledivrei agada? So the Maral in Gurarye explains that there's something interesting about this Pasuk. Usually when it says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu looked at something and it was good, 
It's because it reached its shleimus. It is now perfect. It's now the exact bria that's necessary for the bria. However, in this pasuk, the pasuk tells us vayara leikim es haor kitoiv. Hakadosh Baruch Hu saw that the or was good, and then Hakadosh Baruch Hu continued to do something with this or. Vayavdel leikim bein haor uvein achoshech. If the or was toiv and it was complete and good and shalem, why does the Rebbeinu Shalom continue to need to do something with this or? From here, Rashi understands the need to look into Divrei Agoda, and he brings our Gemara. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu saw that it wasn't Kedai Lehishtamish Boy Rishoyim. It wasn't Kedai that Rishoyim should use this Ur. It wasn't appropriate for Rishoyim. So Vihivdiloy Litzadikim Laasid Lavoy, he was Mavdalit Fitzadikim Laasid Lavoy. According to this, the reading of the Pasuk is Vayara Lekim Esaur Kitoiv. HaKadosh Baruch Hu saw that the Ur was good. It was Toiv, it was too good. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu separated between the Ur and the Choshech, he separated it away from the Rishayim and was Goinazit for Tzadikim Lo'asid Lavoy. The Ramban Alatoira presents a problem with Rashi's Perish on the Pasuk, and the truth is that it's a problem on our Gemara. Frek the Ramban, the way Rashi makes the Pasuk sound, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the Ur. And then when he considered the Rishoyim that will be created, the Rishoyim that will exist later on in history, the Dar HaMabal and the Dar HaFloga, he decided to hide it. Frechter Ramban, it sounds like we're attributing to HaKadosh Baruch Hu Midas that really only a person would have. The Rabbeinu Shalom doesn't create something and then realize a Taos and fix it. The Rabbeinu Shalom realizes everything Meirosh, and creates thing, things in perfection immediately. As the Pasuk says in Parshas Bolok, Loi ish keil v'yechazev, uven odom v'yesnechem. The Rabbani Shalom is not a person who has charata when he does something, or creates something. And in Cain, how do we understand the Pasuk according to Rashi? And indeed, how do we understand our Gemara, that the Rabbani Shalom first created the Ur in a way that it was begoloi on this world, and then upon considering the Rishayim of later Dairois, Omad Vigonzoi. I'd like to share with you two approaches to deal with this problem that the Ramban presents. One approach is brought by the Maharal in Gorarie on this Pasuk, and the other is brought by the Tzitkas HaTzadik, by Rutzadik HaKoyin Milublin. The Maral says that of course HaKadosh Baruch Hu always knew that after the Ur was created it would be hidden. Nothing was Neschadesh, there was no Taos, and the Rabbani Shalom didn't change his mind. Yet it was necessary to create the Ur Begalui and then to hide it. And the reason for this is that since Laosid Lavoi, the Ur is going to exist Begalui, and it's going to be Nizgale on the world, for tzaddikim, as the Gemara tells us, ain kol tachas There's nothing new in creation, and even the way that the bria is going to look la'asid lavoi was created during sheishes imayberishes. So even though the rabbanu shalaylam knew that for the dairis of Ailam haza until asid lavoi, it was going to exist begniza, and the ur wouldn't be begoli, wouldn't be revealed in this world. Afal pikein. 
The Rabbani Shalom first created it begaloi, the way it would need to exist la'asid lavai, and then omad veganzai, he hid it, calls man, there is a possibility of Rishayim in Olam Hazah. That's the approach of the Ma'aral. Reb Tzadik HaKair Melublin, in Tzidkas HaTzadik, Ois Kuf Mem Gimel, says something fascinating. He says that the way the Rabbani Shalom created the world is that when a person starts a new involvement, a new knisa into Torah and into Avodah Samidah, Avodah Shabalev, there is a tremendous siyata deshmaya in the beginning. And in his words, Hashem Yisbarach Meir Loi Ma'oid. HaKadosh Baruch Hu provides tremendous ur. HaKadosh Baruch Hu provides a tremendous burst of ur in the beginning of his Avodah which subsequently is nigna, subsequently is hidden, as the person continues to try to work through the Avaida until the Saif. Zokter Tzadik, this Teva HaOlam was created, when the Rabbani Shalom created an Ur Begaloi, and then he hid it. Why did it have to first be Begaloi and then be hidden, Frechter Tzadik? Zokter Tzadik, because this is the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world. That when we begin a new thing in Avaidis Hashem, a new Knisa, Latira Vaavaidis Shabalev, there's a burst of Siyata Deshmaya in the beginning, like a Giloi Ha'ar, even though in the Hemshech HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Gain is it, and it's our Avaida to pursue it and to grow in that area of Avaida even without that initial burst of Ar. Now these words of Reb Tzadik, are extremely important for us to keep in mind in our own personal Avedis Hashem. Often a person finds that he begins a project, a Seder, a Mitzvah, a Chesed, a Kabbalah, and he feels tremendous Yata Deshmaya in the beginning, and it's almost easy to do and easy to accomplish, but B'meshach Hazman, it becomes more difficult, and that ur, that energy in the beginning leaves him. Now we know that this is the way that the world works. This is the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world. There's a Giloi Ha'ar in the beginning and it's Nignaz afterwards. But what is the purpose of a Giloi Ha'ar in the beginning only to be Nignaz afterwards? Why does HaKadosh Baruch Hu introduce the Avaidah, bring into the Knisa of a person's Avaidah this tremendous ur, if it is only going to be hidden and out of sight while the person is working to maintain the consistency and the madrega of his Avaidah Hashem? Reb Tzadik, in another place, provides us with the answer to this question. In the pre-Tzadik, Pesach, Maimer Mem Zayin, Reb Tzadik echoes a concept that exists in many Svarim about the Madrega that Klal Yisrael were on by Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and by Kriyas Yamsuf. At those times we find tremendous descriptions of the extraordinary Madregois and Hasagois that Klal Yisrael had reached, specifically by Kriyas Yamsuf, that Klal Yisrael were literally able to point with a Zeh, Zeh Keili Anveyu. And Chazal tell us, Ra'as shifcha al hayom, that even a shifcha on the yom saw tremendous giluyim, a tremendous gilui, and, and kirvas elikim, that even the neviim didn't experience. Reb Tzadik tells us that this madrega and this hasaga that Klal Yisrael had at that time was not their own. HaKadosh Baruch Hu bestowed it upon them, but it was not a result of their own avodah.
It was only after the 49 days of Svira and after the constant Avoida of Klal Yisrael going higher and higher in anticipation of Kabbalah Satoira that Klal Yisrael truly reached the Madrega on their own accord, on their own Kayach, their own energy, Bishas Maimed Harsinai, Bishas Matan Torah. The Ur that they experienced by Kriyas Yamsuf, Rav Tzadik says, is like the Ur of Eilam Abba, of Asid Lavai. And is also like the Ur that they experienced, Bishas Matan Torah. And yet, in the beginning of their Avoida, by Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and Kriyas Yamsuf, they almost received it artificially. It wasn't on their own kayach. It wasn't on their own zuchus. And only b'meshech their avoida did they receive this ur from their own kayach. Zokhtar Tzadik, the kavana of this tremendous gilay ur in the beginning of their path was to give them the cheshek, to give them the hasaga, to know what they're working towards. Once they had experienced it once by Kriyas Yamsuf, by, by Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, once they had experienced the enormous pleasure and the enormous godless of the Kervas Alekim of those times, it planted within them a tremendous cheshek to reach the Madrega on their own, which they did when it came time for Maimed HaSinai. This, it would seem, would be the case whenever a person starts a new project in Hazavaydis Hashem, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu provides an Ur Gadol in the beginning, because in that way he, the person feels motivated and, and has the Cheshek, the proper desire to continue to pursue this goal until he's Megala those Madregas on his own. This being the case, it stands to reason that when a person starts a new Seder, when a person starts a new level of Avodah Hashem, and then the original Ur dissipates, that he should not lose hope, and he should continue to consistency, consistently embrace that Madrega until the final Giloi Ha'ur in the end. At this point, in examining the Sugya of the Gnizas Ha'ur, we discovered the Pasuk and Parshas Bereshis, which is the Makar for our Gemara, that there was an Ur that was Nignaz. And we discovered various Mahalachim to explain why an Ur was created Begoloi, which was then Nignaz and hidden. Now let's look at the actual Gniza itself. The Gemara tells us that with this Ur, Adam Tsaifa Baimi Saifa Oilam Viat Saifa, a person can look from one end of the world until the other end. What does this mean? What type of re'iya is this that you can see from one end of the world to the other? Rav Dessler in Michtav Me'eliyo, Chelek Aleph, page 91, explains that it means that the entire Bria was completely open to him. With an ur like this, a person saw everything. They saw the Yad Hashem, they saw the Hashgachas Hashem, they were able to see the Shairish of the entire Bria and the Ruchnius that was within the Pneumius of the entire Bria. In the Sefer Pachad Yitzchak on Hanukkah, Rashima Hay, Rav Hutner Zatzal teaches us a very important Yisaid in understanding what it means when Chazal tell us that something is Begniza, that something is Nignaz. Zogdrev Hutner, that Begniza doesn't mean that it's put away, that it's hidden in the sense that it's no longer here. Rather, Begniza means that our relationship with it, our connection with it, is in a hidden way. That it's no longer out in the open, but it's more subtle and it's hidden. In what way was the Ur hidden? 
Why is the Hashgachas Hashem, why is the clarity of the Teichen of the whole Bria not clear to us anymore? This is be- because the Rabbi Shalom put into place a system that hides the Yad Hashem. And that system is called Teva. The Ramban in Parashas Bai tells us that the truth is that every natural thing that takes place in the world, everything in the world of Teva, is really a nace. And they're just nisim that happen betmedius, nisim that happen with consistency, nisim that are part of a cycle or a system. However, the fact that the nisim of Teva happen within a cycle or a system and their source of Ruchnius is not Nikr, hides the Yad Hashem in the Bria from us. So initially, Adam Tzayfa by Misayfa, Eilam Viyat Tzayfa, a person was able to see the Ur of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the Bria and was able to observe how the entire Bria is Mushpa from the Ur of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now, of course, the entire Bria is still Moshba from the Ur of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but because the Rabbani Shalom put into place this system called Teva, that Ur is now hidden. Now, if you examine the Midrashim, you find many, many references that this Ur is revealed through the Torah. I mean, the Pasuk tells us, Kiner Mitzvah V'Taira Ur, Taira is described as Ur, we're all aware that in the Megillas Esther, when it says, that Rashi brings the Gemara, that Oira zu Taira. The Balaturim in Parshas Bereshis on the words Es Ha'ur points out that Es Ha'ur is Begematria Bataira, as if to say that the Ur is in the Taira. The Bracious Rabbah also points out that it says Ur five times in those Psukab in Maisa Bereshis, Keneged the Chamisha Chum And the Bnei Yisoschar in Chaydish Kislev brings a fascinating Rekeach that the 36 hours that Odom Arishan used and benefited from this Ur in Gan Eden are Keneged the 36 Mesechtas of Talmud Bavli. The Chahena Rabbis, many references that this Ur HaRishayni, this first Ur that was Nignaz Litzadikim, is available through the Torah. Why is that? Chazal tell us that Histakel Be'oiraisa Ubara Alma. HaKadosh Baruch Hu looked into the Torah and created the world. The Torah is the blueprint for the world. The Torah is the Pnimius of the Bria. The Torah is the Neshama of the Bria. So if the Ur of HaKadosh Baruch Hu was hidden in this system called Teva, this external system that seems to be Manhig the Bria, and the Yad Hashem is hidden, one who learns Torah is cracking that code. One who learns Torah is going into the Pnimius and the source of the Torah. One who learns Torah is connecting to the Bayrei Ha'olam, to the Rabbeinu Shleilam who looked into the Torah and created the world. So it's no wonder that Torah serves as a mafteach, as a key, to unlock that Ur, and that we find many references to Torah as Ur. Because if the Ur is hidden within this shroud, in this fog called Teva, which hides the Yad Hashem, 
one who goes directly to the source of the Bria, to the blueprint of the Bria, to the Dvar Hashem, which is the Pneumius of the whole world, certainly he's gone past the world of Teva, and he lives in a world that's able to access this tremendous Ur that HaKadosh Baruch Hu created, B'yayim Rishon. We find a fascinating thing, if you go through various parshias in the Torah, that it seems that the Ur reveals itself a number of times in the Torah, and every time it does, it goes through a Mahalach of Gniza. Two of those places are by Moshe Rabbeinu. When Moshe Rabbeinu was born, it says that his mother saw him, that he was good. Vatera Oisai Kitoiv, Perak Beis, Pasak Beis, and Parshas Shemais. Now these words, Kitoiv, are the same words that the Pasuk uses in Parshas Bereshis to describe the Ur for the first time. Based on this, Rashi brings the Gemara that when Moshe Rabbeinu was born, the entire house filled with light. Now, based on our Gemara, that when the Akadosh Baruch Hu created the light beyond Rishain, it was the Ur Haganaz. It stands to reason that the Ur that we deduce from Exerashava of Kitav is also referring to the Ur Haganas, that the Ur that shone out from Moshe Rabbeinu when he was born was related to this special Pnimius Dika, Ruchdius Dika Ur. The Balaturim on the words Kitavu when Moshe Rabbeinu was born point out that there are five Tagin on the words Kitav and that they refer to the Chamisha Chumshei Torah, the Torah that Moshe Rabbeinu was going to be, to give when he got older. And this seems to indicate that the Ur that filled the house when Moshe Rabbeinu was born, Ki Toiv, has to do with the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu was the Noisein HaTorah. And since Oira Zu Torah, since the Torah, as we mentioned before, is connected to this Ur, the Noisein HaTorah would be would come out from him a tremendous giloy of this Ur. In fact, the Tanit Ve'liyo Peregdalit says that the Ma'or Ponim Shahoyel Moshe Rabbeinu Ba'olam Hazeh, the Ma'or Ponim, the light of his face, the Moshe Rabbeinu had in Olam Hazeh, is the Ma'or Ponim that Sadikim have La'asid Lavoi. Similarly, we find in the Sifri, in Pinchas, that Moshe Rabbeinu was Roi Soifa Oilam Viat Soifa, and that's not surprising. If Moshe Rabbeinu was blessed, Taka, with this Ur, Haganas, that the Rabbani Shalim created for Tzadikim La'asad Lavai, it's no wonder that he was Roi Emi Soifa Oilam Viat Soifa. This is the special Ur that filled the house when Moshe Rabbeinu was born, because Moshe Rabbeinu was the Naisein HaTayra, and the Torah is the Mafteach, to the revelation of this Ur. And twice we find by Moshe Rabbeinu that there was Ur, but also that it was hidden, that it was Nignaz. When Moshe Rabbeinu was born, it says, and we darshan that the house was filled with light, but right afterwards the Pasuk says, and they hid him. There was a Gnizas Ha'ur. And the Klayakar points out that she hid him because she saw that that's what happened when HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, that he created in the, originally a giloy of Ur, and he hid it. When Moshe Rabbeinu came down from Har Sinai, there was also a tremendous giloy of Ur. They saw that it was Koran Ur Panov, the Ur of his face shone. 
And there too we find that there was a mahalach of being gainezit, as the Pasuk says that Moshe Rabbeinu put a masve, a mask, on his face. Once again, initially beginning with a revelation of that ur, and then the recipient of that ur being gainezit, just like the Rabbeinu Shlom did, Omad Veganzoi. And the third place that we find that this ur revealed itself, and that the recipient of the ur was Gainezit, is by the, by the Mon. The Ramban in Parshas B'Shalach, Perek Tezayin, Pasuk Vav, brings an arichas about the Mon, and Mitoich Dvarov, he says that the Mon, he describes what the Mon was. And he says, V'hamon hu mitoldas ha'or ha'elyoin, he says that the Ur is a, is, comes from that Ur Elyon, that Ur, that Shemayim Deka Ur, that became physical. It was Nizgashem because that was the Ratzin Hashem. So that means that the Mon is a physical Toilada of the Ur Elyon. And on the Mon we find that there was a Tzivoy, HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe, to take the man and to put it away in a tzintzenes achas, lefnei Hashem, limishmeres, to put it away, limishmeres. Zokt Rashi, on the word limishmeres, in Perek Tezayin, Pasuk Lamed Beis, in Parshas Bishalach, limishmeres, legniza. And it's no wonder. Once again we find a revelation of that ur, as the Ramban says, that the man is mitailadas ha'ur ha'elyoin, and the recipient of that ur would place it lemishmeres legniza because that's what we do with the ur. We're going is it. Let's move on to the next Indian, the brisa on the bottom of Amr Aleph, where the brisa brings a machloekis beis hilon and beis shamay. Beis shamay say that shamayim was nivra tchila and then the oretz. Beis hilon says that the oretz was nivras tchila, and then the shamayim. Beis Shammai brings a pasuk that says Bereishis Bore Eloikim Es Hashamayim V'Es Ha'oretz, where Shamayim is mentioned first, and Beis Hillel brings a pasuk Biyoyim Asoyis Hashem Eloikim Eretz V'Shamayim, where Eretz is mentioned first. The Marsha asks over here a powerful question. We know that Bereishis is one of the Asara Ma'amores. And with Bereshis, HaKadosh Baruch Hu created Shamayim Va'oretz. So if both Shamayim and Oretz were created with the one Mimer of Bereshis, how is it possible to have a Machlekes which one was created first? They were both created simultaneously with the Mimer Bereshis. Also, Beis Shammai brings a Pasuk, Bereshis Bara Leikimis HaShamayim what does Beis Hillel respond to that Pasuk? And Beis Hillel's Pasuk, How does Beis Shammai respond to that Pasuk? Now it's true that further down the Amud, Rishlokish says a Pshat to be Miyashiv the two But the Marsha points out that that couldn't be Pshat in Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel. Because if it was, then it wouldn't be a Machlaikis. Clearly, Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel have a Machlaikis. They have two different ways of looking at Briyas Shamayim Va'oretz. So if so, so how does Beis Shammai explain Beis Hillel's Pasuk? And how does Beis Hillel explain Beis Shammai's Pasuk? Now in explaining the Machloikas, Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai, 
the Yefei Tayar, which is the Pirush, on the Medrash Rabbah, on Parshas Bereshis, Parsha Aleph, Ois Tesvav, says that the Machlekes Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai is not about which one was created first. It's not, Tchila doesn't mean that one was first and the other one was afterwards. The Machlekes Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai is what's the Iker Tachlis of the Bria. Is the Tachlis, is the Iker Kavana for Shamayim, or is the Iker Kavana for Oretz? Is the Iker Kavana for the Oilam Hamalochim, for the Kisei HaKovid, for the Oilam Ruchni that is Shamayim? Or is the Iker Kavana for Adam and for the Oretz and for the world, the Gashmiistic world of Oilam Haza? Beis Shammai holds the Tafkid is Shamayim, is the Oilam Ruchni. Beis Hillel holds the Tafkid is the Adam and his world. Now this pshat is l'chayra very difficult. It's hard to imagine that Beis Shammai holds that the tachlis of the Bria was not for the Adam. It's hard to imagine that Beis Shammai doesn't hold of the drasha that Rashi brings in the beginning of Parshas Bereshis. Bereshis, Bishvil Yisrael, Shanikra Reshis. So the Yefei Toyar is a difficult pirush to understand. There's a beautiful pirush on the Medrash Rabbah called the Be'er Mayim. The Be'er Mayim brings a Gemara in Shabbos on Daflam and Omid Beis that says, "Le'olam yehei Adam anvisan kehillel, ve'al yehei kapdan keshamai." A person should be an anvisan. A person should have anivas like Hillel, and he shouldn't be a kapdan like Shamai. Firstly, he asks, he's Meir. Why do Chazal have to be Moisev ve'al yehei kapdan keshamai? Once Chazal already tell us that a person should be an Anvisan Kehillel, it goes without saying that he shouldn't be a Kapton. Also, how does the Gemara describe the Midah of the Tzaddik Shammai in a way that sounds like it's Lignai, as if he had a Midah Ra of Kapdanus? Is it possible to say such a thing on the Helig Shammai? The Be'ermayim says that the Gemara is being Maramis to an Indian Godol Ma'oid Ma'oid, to quote his words. And he refers to something which is also mentioned in the Sifrei Reb Tzadik, Lamashal in the Pre Tzadik Chanukah Maimer Ches, or in the Sefer Doiver Tzadik, page 57. Reb Tzadik says in these Svarim that Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai had two completely different Midas. The Midah of Beis Hillel was similar to the Midah of Avramavinu. It was the Midah of Ava, of Chesed and Rachmanus. The Midah of Beis Shammai was similar to the Midah of Yitzchak, which was the Midas Hadin, the Midas Hayira. Memela the Be'ermayim says that the Midah of Anvison, Kehillel, was a Midah of softness, of Ava and Rachmanus, that was the Midah of Beis Hillel. And Kapdon, Keshamai, is not a Gnai, it's a description of the tremendous exactitude of the Midas Hayira and the Midas Hadin with which he governed his life and with which he taught Taira. The Be'ermayim over there goes through a tremendous arichas explaining the Midas of Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai and how it affects our Gemara. But perhaps based on his words, we can understand a basic pirush on the Machlaikis if Shamayim is the Iker or Oretz is the Iker as follows. Shamayim is the world of Ruchnius and Oretz is the world of Gashmias, the world of Eilam Hazeh. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu created in person, 
and placed him on this world with a tafkid to raise himself above the chayshech and the gashmias, the physicality of this world, and to embrace ruchnias, to become ruchni, as the Mesils Yesharim describes. The Machloikis Beis Shammai and Beis Hill was kefimi dasam. Beis Shammai says Shamayim nivra tchila, the ikr is the madrega of ruchnias that the person achieves. And any amount that a person is missing in achieving a full connection with Ruchnias is a tremendous chisarin. Beis Shammai goes b'midasai, which is the midas haydin, the midas hayira. Beis Hillel, on the other hand, says that aretz nivra It's not the achievement of Ruchnias that's the ikr, but it's the struggle that's the ikr. The aliyah from the transcending the pull of the Yetzirah and the pull of the Olam Gashmi, that's the true achievement and the true accomplishment in this world. So when Beis Shammai says Shamayim was Nivra Tchila, Beis Shammai is creating a standard where the Ikar is the achievement of Ruchnias and to the extent that a person attaches himself to the world of Ruchnias. When Beis Hillel says the Oretz was Nivra Tchila, He's pointing out that the ikr is the struggle. The ikr is the 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 maso maton with the Eitzahara and the path of aliyah step by step, madrega after madrega, until the person reaches madrega is in ruchnias. If we look back at the two psukim that Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai brought, we can see this in the psukim themselves. Beis Shammai brought the first pasuk in the Torah, Bereishes Bara Eloikim Es Hashamayim V'Esa Oretz. Shomayim is mentioned first, and based on this, Beis Shammai said that Shomayim is Tchila. In this pasuk, it mentions Hakadosh Baruch Hu as Eloikim, which we know always refers to Midas Hadin. Beis Hillel brings the pasuk Biyoyim Asais Hashem Eloikim Havaya Eloikim Eretz V'Shomayim. Beis Hillel brings a Pasuk that's machnes into the Pasuk, the Shem Havaya, and then he puts Eretz before Shomayim. Zokt Beis Hillel, that Eretz is Tchila. And the, the, the Pasuk that he brings as a Raya is a Pasuk that Taka mentions, the Shem Hashem, that's, that has to do with Rachamim. In fact, Rashi and Chumash on the first Pasuk in the Torah says that these two psukim indicate the mahalach of Bria Sa'ilam, that mitchila Allah b'machshava livreya sa'ilam b'midas hadin, but in the end, HaKadosh Baruch Hu chose to be meshatef ima midas arachamim. So we see this approach that Bereish's bora eloikim, es ha-shamayim represents the midas hadin approach to Bria Sa'ilam, and biyoyim asais Hashem eloikim, eretz v'shamayim, represents the midas arachamim approach to Bria Sa'ilam. Each one, Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai, looked at the world kafi their Mida and the Mida that they taught to their Talmidim. Now if we look at several other machloikzim between Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel, or between Hillel and Shammai themselves, we can perhaps see that this is not just a one-time event, that there was this type of machloikas between Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai. The Gemara, the famous Gemara in Shabbos, on Davchafal of Amid Beis, brings a machlaikis regarding Neiris Chanukah. Beis Hillel holds that we are Moisef v'hailech. We go from one Neir to two Neiris to three Neiris when we light the Menorah. Beis Shammai holds that we're Poiches v'hailech. We start with eight Neiris and then we go down seven, six, five, four, and so on. According to what we explained, 
we can look at this Machlaikas perhaps the same way. According to Beis Hillel, the Iker is not the achievement in Ruchnius, but it's the Aliyah in Ruchnius. So we start with a small nair, we're Moisif a little bit, then Moisif a little more, until in the end we have the tremendous achievement in Ruchnius. According to Beis Shammai, the Iker is the achievement in Ruchnius, and therefore the greatest achievement in Ruchnius is first, eight nairus, and then afterwards lesser and lesser nairus that we light on the Menorah. The Gemara in Erevin, Dafyud Gimel Amid Beis, brings a Machlekes Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai if it would have been better for a person to be born. The Gemara says that they argued for two and a half years, Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai, about this question. Beis Hillel held that it's Noyach, that a person was born. It's better that a person was born than that he wasn't. Beis Shammai said it was Noyach Adam Shaloi Nivra. It would have been better for a person not to have been born. According to the way we learned, we can understand this. According to Beis Hillel, that even if we don't reach the highest Madregas, even if there are Nephilis and Chatoim, but the Mahalach of growth, the struggle to grow, Eretz is Tchila, is still an accomplishment, is still a Kiddushem Shamayim, so it's Noyach La'odam that, that he was created. But according to Beis Shammai, that the Iker is the achievement in Ruchnius, and falling short of that achievement is already a disappointment. So then oh, then it would be much better. It would be better if he wasn't created. The Gemara in Shabbos, Taflamid Aleph, Amid Aleph, brings several stories of Gerim that came to both Shammai and to Hillel. And they had demands as part of their Gerus. One Ger didn't want to be Mekabal Tayrish Peh. One ger wanted to learn the whole Torah regel achas. Another ger wanted to be made kain gadol. Beis Shammai rejected these gerim, and Beis Hill was makabel them. The Be'er Mayim that we mentioned earlier brings this Gemara, and he says that Beis Shammai wasn't prepared to bring a ger into the fold of Yiddishkeit if he, there were limitations of what he was prepared to do for Ruchnius. Because Shammayim nevratchila, the perp, Purpose, the point, is the accomplishment in Ruchnius. But Hillel that held that the Oretz was Nivratchila, that the point is the struggle, that each Madrega after Madrega, that a person uproots himself from the Gashmias of this world is an accomplishment. For Hillel it was Kedai to be Megayer them, even with their limited scope and their limited Ratzain to grow, because Hillel felt that Madrega after Madrega is already an accomplishment. Now the Gemara we mentioned earlier in Shabbos, Taflamen Omid Beis, says that a person should be an Anvisan Kehillel and not a Kaptun Kishamai. In this world the Psak is like Hillel, and the Derech is the Derech of Shitef Ima Midas Harachamim. However, the Svarim point out, and specifically I in the Sefer Pritzadik and Chanukah Maimer Ches, where he brings B'Shem the Arizal, that La'asid Lavei, the Halacha will be like Beis Shamai, because La'asad Lavai, after Klal Yisrael does tshuva, and after HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Nisgala on this world, then all of us will be able to paskin like Shammai, and be able to live in a world that Shamayim is Nivra Tchila, and that the Iker is the accomplishments in Ruchnius, because we'll be prepared to be Mekabel B'Shleimus, those Ruchniistic accomplishments. We move on to Ahmed Bey's. The Gemara brings a b'raisa, Omar Rabbi Yossi. 
Oilohem labrios, sheroyos, ve enon yoidois ma royos. Oimdois, ve enon yoidois, almahen oimdois. The marshal here asks, why is it oi, why is it bad for the brios if they don't know what the world is standing on? The marshal deduces from this that these amudim and all the things that the Gemara says support the world are referring to the Ruchniyasdika underpinnings of the world. And this is tragic for people not to understand because it serves to instruct us in our mission in this world and in our Avoida. With this in mind, let's examine the structure of the world as explained by the Gemara through the eyes of the two great Mepharshim on Agada, the Maharsha and the Maharal. We'll begin with the Maharsha. What are the Amudim upon which the world stands? That the Gemara says the world is Oymid on Amudim. The Marsha points to two Mishnayis, one in the beginning of the first parak of Avais, and one in the end of the first parak on Avais. The first Mishnah says, Al Shloisha Dvarim Ha'olam Oymid, Al Hatayra, Ve'al Ho'avoida, Ve'al Gemilus Chasodim. The second Mishnah says, Al Shloisha Dvarim Ha'olam Kayom, Al Hadin, Ve'al Ho'emes, Ve'al Hashalim. The Marsha says that these are the Amudei Ha'olam. These in Yonim, Taira, Avoida, Gvilas Chasodim, Din, Emes, Shalom, these are the Amudim upon which the world stands. These Amudim, the Gemara says, are supported by Mayim. What does Mayim refer to? Zokdim Arsha, that we know that Taira is compared to Mayim. See Tainis, Davzayin Amad Aleph. So these Midas, that are the Amudei Ha'olam, have a kiyom through the Torah because it is only through the Torah, through a thorough understanding of Torah, that these midas can exist. The Mayim, the Gemara says, is supported by Harim, mountains. The Marsha explains that Harim refers to Tzadikim, who are often referred to as Harim in Chazal. Lemashal, the Medrash, Nishmais Rabbah, Parshas Boi, Parsha Tezvav, Ois Dalid, and many other places, like on the Pasuk of Esau Einayel HaHorim, that Chazal explained that it's either the Avois or Tzadikim. And as we know, the Torah was given over to Chachme Yisrael to learn, to understand, and to Paskin. We see this idea later on in this parak on Daf Yud Ches, when discussing the Isra Melacha and Chalamai, that the Gemara says, Loi Mastran HaKosu, Elo Lechachamim, that the Torah gave over to Chachamim to define and to delineate what the Isra Melacha and Chalamai is. These Harim are supported by Ruach. The Kayach of Tzadikim to be Boicher Betoiv comes from their Neshama, their Ruach. That's where the goodness, the tahara, the ruchnias within them exists. But the ruach is supported by sa'ara, which is a stormy winds, which is miramis to the yetzahara. Because without a yetzahara, there can be no bechira. And without bechira, there is no possibility of accomplishing our tachlis, which is livchar b'tayv. So all of this avayda that was discussed depends on the existence of a yetzahara. However, the Gemara tells us in Kedushan in the first parak that that without special siyat d'shmaya we would become victim to the plans of the Yitzhahara. So the Sa'ara, the Gemara tells us, is supported by the helping hand of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which supports a person that's Balat Tahir and that wants to be Baycher B'toiv to be able to serve the Rabbani Shalalem properly. This was the approach of the Maharsha. 
The Maharal in Ber HaGoyla, Be'er Shishi, Ois Ches, has a similar but slightly different approach. The Maharal explains that in order for this physical world to be Davuk Bashem, it needs Emtsoim to bridge the gap between a physical world and the Rabbeinu Shalom who is completely Kadosh and Ruchni. The Gemara says that the world is standing on Amudim. These Amudim, says the Maral, refer to Adam himself, who is the only Bria that is Oimed, B'Kayma Zakufa, he stands straight. The Kayma Zakufa of Adam is a result of the fact that he has a Seichel, which is the Melech of the Evarim, and therefore resides on top of his Guf, as opposed to all the other Behemois and Chayos, whose heads are not on top, B'Kayma Zakufa. However, this Milo of Kaima Zakufa describes all human beings, Yidin and Goyim, because both Yidin and Goyim are B'Tselem Aleikim, and both walk B'Kaima Zakufa. In order to be Davok Bashem, we need to go on to the next level. The next level closer to the Rabbi Nishalaylam is Mayim. As we mentioned earlier, Ein Mayim Ela Taira. Mayim refers to Taira. So the Madrega of Mayim is Mirames to Klal Yisrael, the Mekabele HaTorah. The Mayim is standing on Harim. Here too, the Maharal learns like the Marsha and says that Harim means the Tzadikim. And the Tzadikim are one step closer to the Kirvas Elikim to the Rabbi Nishalaylam. The Tzadikim are supported by Ruach. Ruach refers to the Ruach HaKodesh, which is bestowed on those who are Oivet Hashem B'Shleimus, as we find, Lamashal, that the final Madrega in the Sulam of Rav Pinchas Ben Yoyer, that the Mesiel Sisharim is based on, is Ruach HaKodesh. After that, leads to Trias HaMesim. After Ruach is Sa'ara. The Maharal learns that Sa'ara is a Madrega higher than Ruach. It's the Madrega of Nevoah. Because it descends upon the Navi, with tremendous kayach, it's called sa'ara, which is a storming kayach de garuach. And through nevuah, the world has a connection, an attachment with the bayre oilam. So sa'ara is supported by zroyoi shel hakadosh baruch hu. The final Indian that we'll discuss on this daf is the Gemara that says kol hapoisik meidivrei teira, veoisik bedivrei sicha maachilin oisay gachale resamim. Someone who interrupts his Divrei Torah and involves himself with Divrei Sicha, purposeless conversation, he will be fed coals made of Rasamim, which is a type of wood. It's fascinating that the Einish of Betel Torah is referred to as something that involves Achila. The Chavitz Chaim in the Sefer Shmiras Halashen, Shar HaTorah Perak Yud, explains that Limar HaTayra is a Mazayin Ruchni, a Ruchniistic sustenance for the Neshama, in the same way that food sustains the Guf. So Mida Keneged Mida, if someone replaces this Mazayin Ruchni that's full of a Ruchniistic nutrition and sustenance for the Neshama, with empty Sicha, his Oynesh comes in the Derech of Ma'achilin Oysay, that he is fed the Reisim coals, the Resamim, Interestingly, this idea that Torah is a muzzin for the nefesh in the same way that food is a muzzin for the guf 
is discussed by Arichus in the Hakdama of the Mishnah Berurah. There the Chafetz Chaim explains that just like nobody would think that just because a person changed from his weekday clothing to his Shabbos clothing that he no longer needs to eat, the same thing is true for the Nefesh. When the Neshama leaves the Guf, it is really just removing its external Malbush. But the basic mitzias that it needs mazain in order to survive, remains the same. Except that the mazain that the neshama needs has to be acquired in this world while the person was alive. A person is unable to acquire new mazain in Eilam Haba. And this is accomplished through the Kiyom HaTayra, through Limar HaTayra and Kiyom HaTayra. The Chavetz Chaim says that this is the pirish of the bracha that we say in Berchas HaTayra, the Chayei Oilam Nota B'Seicheinu, that the Torah provides us with a Mazayin Ruchni which allows our Neshama to have a Kiyom forever. The Gemara brings a Pasuk to support this drasha, a Pasuk in Eoiv, that says, HaKoytfim Maluach Aleisiach V'Shoyresh Resomim Lachmam. The Maral in the Sefer Nesivais Oilam, Nesiv HaTayra Perektes Vov, explains that the word Maluach is a Lashon of something salted, from the Lashon of Melach, salt. And this refers to the Torah which is Malay Tam, it's Moisif Tam to everything. Perhaps similar to the Lashon of the Gemara in Kedushin, that the Torah is called a Tavlin. And this person is Kaitev. He stops, he cuts off the Maluach. For what? Alei siach, for the divrei sicha, which is tasteless and dry. And he is therefore fed gachalei resamim, which represents a very tasteful and very difficult achila without any cheshek or tainug. It's interesting that the Gemara changes the lashon of the Pasuk of shayrish resamim, which refers to the roots of the raisim tree, and says gachalei resamim, which are coals made of resamim. The Marsha in Avodah Zarah, Daf Gimel Amid says that the Gemara is being meramis to the fact that usually along with Bittel Torah comes Lashon Hara. And on Lashon Hara the Pasuk does refer to gachalei resamim. The Pasuk says, chitzei gibar shinunim im gachalei resamim. The Medrash Shmuel in Avis Paragimel Mishnateh says, that the Gemara makes this change because it's Mida Keneged Mida, that he's interrupting Taira, and Taira is called Eish in the Pasuk. So the Einish comes in the form of an Achila of Gechalim. Someone may ask, why does the Gemara have to say that he has Isaac Bedivrei Sicha? Isn't it enough that he's Paisak Medivrei Taira? Once he's Paisik Medivrei Taira, that already should bring along an Einish. What's the Nafkamina, what he does when he's Paisik Medivrei Taira? If he's Isaac Medivrei Sicha or if he remains quiet? Rav Dessler, Mechta Melio, Chelek Dalit, page 90, explains that one is, who has Isaac Medivrei Sicha is using the tremendous Kayach of the Peh, the enormous power that the Rabbani Shalom gave his pet to be able to generate a muzzin for his neshama, as we explained before, and he's using, or rather abusing, this pair for dvarim betelim. This is the avla here. Not only is he not being Isaac b'divrei Torah, but he's using the keli that the Rabbi Nishalelim gave him for Talmud Torah, and he's using it for dvarim betelim. 
We find a similar concept to explain the enormous chet of speaking Lashon Hara in Sefer Shmiras HaLashon Shar HaZchira Perek Aleph, where the Chavetz Chaim explains similarly that the tremendous Einish that the Yerushalmi says that Lashon Hara is Keneged Kulam, is because the Kayach of the Peh is to generate Talmud Torah, which is from the, from the greatest mitzvahs, which is Keneged Kulam. And of course, we should end by mentioning that Mida Toiva Maruba, if a person is Isaac Batayra with Hasmada, in the words of the Chafetz Chaim, Miskayim Nafshay Le'osid Lavoy Lonetzach. You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a DAF or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.